Do you enjoy hearing lonely idiots talking to each other? You're in luck. It's building the game with Jason and Rob. For tabletop game design, you really can't go wrong. Building the game, yeah, building the game. Hello and welcome to Building the Game, a documentary podcast. Today is Monday, it's December 4th, it's 2017, you're listening to episode 288. Rob is me, Jason is that other guy, here we go. We're starting now. Let's do it. I'm on vacation this week, Jason. So when you're listening to this, I'm on vacation. Mm, I'm super sad about that. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be... Oh, I can't pound on the wall. No. Because now you... Sit like have you moved yet? Do you sit next to me now? I feel like you sit next uh, to me. I now. probably do sit next to you by now, yeah. Right. As it was when I first started, we now have offices that back share back. a wall. Yeah. Yes. Right. So. That's right. Yeah. I've forgotten that. <laughs> yeah. Except last time that no, it was not a concrete wall between us. It was a just a regular stud wall. Now we have like a folding room divider yeah. between us. Yeah. It's not really even a wall. <laughs> no, it's, it's just a partition. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um so I hope you're not too loud. We'll find out Laura has never complained. So no. Okay. I always say the only thing I ever hear coming out of Laura's office is your wife laughing. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But anyways, yeah. So that's interesting. That's interesting. So, yeah. So I'm on vacation now. Care. Yeah. And uh, um, it's a staycation for me because. Because uh, there's nowhere to go. Because I've got a week of vacation to burn before the end of the year. Um, I mean, it's not like it's use it or lose it or anything. I could carry it over, but then I'll have four weeks of vacation next year. And if I didn't even use three this year, then what am I going to do with four next year? If you kept one. Uh Uh-huh. So you had two at the end of the year. You can cash one in. Yeah, but... Cash money. But I'm not going to do that. As the lady in Taco Bell always says to me. Cash money. Cash money. $500 cash money. Taco Bell says that to you? Yeah, if you take their survey... You could win five hundred dollars cash money. Oh, the last time I went to Taco Bell, uh, somebody said, and then handed me my receipt. Yeah, it wasn't this lady because she's very distinctive about it. She wants you to know cash uh, money. But I stopped filling out their surveys after I filled one out and uh, said there was mold on this chalupa, and they never responded. So I thought, well, maybe they're not paying attention. I'm gonna win. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so hey, good news, Jason. Good news. You're uh, on vacation? Uh, well, that's good news, too. I also just watched Spider-Man Homecoming, finally. It was so fun. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was really, really good. I, I um, Yeah, I was super impressed. Yeah? Super, super impressed. One of the better villains in the Marvel movies, I felt yeah, like. Yeah, because he was just a dude, right? Yeah, yeah. and he was Michael Keaton. I mean, Michael is Keaton is yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, Michael Keaton all day, every day. But uh, but yeah, he was just a dude. He wasn't just some some crazy monstrous thing or person from another dimension or galaxy yeah. or whatever yeah. who wanted to rule the world or destroy the city or whatever. He was just a guy trying to make a buck. Yeah, and that's I mean, really, he just wanted to make a buck. That was right. it. His guy got crapped on by the government, right? And it's like, you know what? If you're not gonna let me, if you're gonna make it impossible for me to make a living through legit business then right. i'm just gonna i'm just gonna do the thing that you're forcing me to do right it, it, to, to support my family and take care of my employees right, right, right. and i totally respect that you know it was right. great it was yeah, yeah yeah um tom holland i think is probably the best spider-man oh hands down so, um yeah hands down i like i like i liked andrew garfield it's fine i didn't break it <laughs> 
<laughs> I liked Andrew Garfield. I mean, I like Andrew Garfield in general, right? Yeah, I think he's, he's a good actor. Yeah, I, he's yeah. he's charming, he's entertaining, and I thought he would have been he, he could have been a great Peter Parker. But everything else about those movies was terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just so, just yeah. awful. Um, so it, I'm sorry that Andrew Garfield didn't get to be Peter Parker in better Spider-Man movies. Right. But that said, yeah, Tom Holland is great. Yeah. He's yeah. great. Uh, Jennifer Conley, also fantastic. Yeah, is the, the, uh, the Karen. Is Karen. Yeah, right, the voice. Karen, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> She's great. This scene where he's trying to figure out the webs. Yeah. It's like, what? how many choices? She's like, there are over 500 combinations. She's like, what? Yeah. Come on. He's like, you pick one. And then he uses it, it's completely worthless. Right. He's like, why am I using this? She said, you said pick one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Um, um, gosh, what else? Um, uh, I was very excited about the amount of John Favreau in the movie. Like, yeah, he was, he was, it was surprising, and he was good. Yeah, the, yeah, John Favreau. Yeah, he's he's got good comedic timing, right? Right, he really does. He does, yeah. Uh, and he and he meshes <clears throat> well. He meshed well both with with Peter and with Tony. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. he he's so. he's a good kind of a straight man yeah. for those guys. Yes. Um. Uh. Yeah. Super fun. Gosh, what I I loved. Like we never, there was not a single scene of Spider-Man like zipping through New York, right? Right. Yeah. That yeah, was what yeah. those last five movies were all about. Right. Right. We right. didn't get that. Instead, we got him just scrambling to get through the suburbs. Right. Totally fish out of water, yeah, and that yeah, was yeah. So like, oh wow. Yeah. We didn't. It. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Or when you know he's like. I think he's calls happy and leaves him a message. He's like, tried to help some people today. Old lady got lost. She bought me a churro. I probably shouldn't have mentioned the churro. <laughs> so <laughs> random. Yeah. Because he's a, like, he's a teenager. Like, yeah. he's the first Spider-Man that actually feels like a teenager. Because, yeah. hey, guess what? He's actually the first Spider-Man that they cast that was a teenager. Right. Yeah. You know, instead of Tobey Maguire. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, guys in their mid-20s, mid to late 20s, right? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Toby was almost 30 when he started doing that. Yeah. I was super excited about, gosh, what is his name? I just totally blanked on his name. His teacher. Um, uh, oh, the Guilfoyle from uh, Silicon yeah, Valley? Yeah. yeah, he was good too. He was really good as a teacher. Yeah, so. I don't remember the actor's name. I like that they switched some stuff up mm-hmm. um, with characters. Yeah. Like Flash. Is not just some big buff white dude. Yeah, like I liked that that they. Flash, yeah, so, he's, a, um, he's a cocky uh, 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 Pakistani guy. Yeah, yeah, I think Pakistani. I yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, um, but it was great, right? It was just yeah. it was different. You know what yeah. I mean? Like right. they weren't afraid to do that. Like he goes to literally the most diverse uh, high school in the world. I know, right? <laughs> but it's but that's fine. But right? it's also like a fancy science school, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. not just like it's like a random high school where right, they just right, send right. people like yeah. these are all smart it's, kids. I mean it was conspicuous that they were clearly right. be trying to be as inclusive as they possibly could and that was fine. Right. right? No, There's cool. no, I, and cool. I don't mean that as a dick. It's just one of those funny things where they're saying, "Look, look, we know that we've had a lot of white people in these movies. Right. Let's let's just look we right. get it. We're sorry about that. Let's, Let's do better, yeah. right? Let's start doing doing better, and that's yeah, great. Yeah. And thank you for that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I really like Ned, his friend. Ned was great. Yeah, yeah, he was pretty funny. Yeah, um, um, yeah. No, everything about it was yeah. There was nothing I didn't. There was nothing about the movie where I was like, ah, uh, you know. Yeah. I mean, it all felt good and earned. Um, I thought the amount of Tony Stark in it was just right. Mm-hmm. Um. Like when he was, because he was like, he was trying to be like the father figure, but he was kind of like. He's not very good um, at it. And yeah. The two reveals at the end, I was a huge fan of. 
Um, uh, oh, uh, you mean like um, like prom date kind of yeah. reveal? Okay, three reveals. Okay, because that, that was great. I was totally on. Unbre- yeah, I did yeah, not yeah. expect that. At I was all. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Um, but the later reveal with the other character. Uh-huh. Uh You caught that, right? Uh, I'm not sure. We might have to bleep this. So okay. Tell me. When they're sitting at the table and he's talking to what's her name and she says. Yeah, 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 that was great. Like yeah. that was again because it was like a nice mix. Sure, right. Um, so if you had to bleep that, whatever, you probably should. Uh, yeah. But the uh, also with uh, uh, Aunt May when she opens the door at the end and he's standing there in the sweater. Oh she's yeah, like, what yeah. the fuck? And it yeah. cuts. That was brilliant. Yeah, that was good. That was yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see the next one. You know, because totally, uh, totally. Yeah. And so the cover art, um, the uh, poster where he's laying there in his uniform yeah they said that was just a, a crazy photo op. Yeah, yeah like he right. was just laying there taking a break and like that's just that's awesome i love yeah. that kind of thing yeah have you seen thor yet no no and neither have i yeah, yeah. i'm worried i'm gonna miss it we, then... we were gonna go out and see it this past weekend and then we were like or we could just stay home <laughs> you know one of those things we yeah. both really want to see it but we it was you know four o'clock on a sunday and we're like oh we could go out or right. not i'm I'm so, kind of at that point where it's like, if I want to see it, I have to take like a half day from work to go see it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's not going to happen. Yeah. Because I'm almost out of vacation time. Sure. And, you know, and if I could carry some over. Because you basically haven't worked a Friday in like six months. <laughs> that's so not true. <laughs> there are people that we work with that you ask them, they'll tell you that. But no, yeah. No. Um, so, yeah. I, well, to be clear, I was working last Friday. I worked from home. So, oh, sure. Right. That's what they call it. <laughs> Um, yeah, so instead of going out to see Thor, we we rented Spider-Man. Man, yeah. I, it's also, it's weird to me that I'm back to renting movies. Like, like I, I haven't rented a movie. It, it's probably been 10 years since I rented a movie. And then the last time I had to get on an airplane, I rented a movie on my phone and downloaded it so that I could watch it on the airplane. I was like, oh man. I can rent movies. I can rent movies and I don't have to leave my house. You have Netflix though, right? Yeah, right. But it's every now and then there's just something, I, it's just not something I want to watch. That's right. Netflix, I mean, right? actually I bought Spider-Man Homecoming off Amazon, like downloaded it the first day it came out because yeah. Steph happened to be out of town. I saw it there and I was like, oh, sweet. Yeah. I'll just, I'm, it's $19. I don't really want to pay that much, but sure. like I get it for free. <laughs> I mean, I get it like, and I can watch it forever. So Yeah. And right. So I, we, it was like six bucks or something, which whatever that's fine yeah. just yeah it, we're, it, it so it's weird to me that i've come i've come back to renting movies and that i'm okay with it because i can i don't have to leave my house to do that and it's and it's fine it's totally fine yeah and and it's totally i'm fine. okay with that <laughs> right yeah i know i've looked at my huge dvd collection that i have and i've, I've been struggling with like yeah do i call this do i yeah rip it all yeah and find some place online to store it like, yeah, I, yeah. You know, I, don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm approaching that point too because yeah. I I've got a lot of DVDs and a lot of Blu-rays. I've got about 200. Yeah, so. okay, you've got more than I do. <laughs> I have maybe I have probably 120, 130, right. something like that. You Be- have between, a lot though that you copied, right? I do have a lot that I burned. Yeah, because for don't take a lot of space up. Right. For for a while, I was I was. I, whatever i don't care for a while i was burning every disc that i got from netflix i would burn a copy of assuming if you liked the movie it, yeah if i liked it yeah. yeah so but um but then whatever but I, that was just like I, I realized that i started doing it and at first it was only movies that i liked but then i kind of started doing it for everything and then i got to the point where i thought yeah this is dumb 
Also, it takes me a lot. It takes a lot of time to do this, right? And I just don't care. Do you and see discs from Netflix? We're on the one disc plan. Okay, so yeah, because I know they do have things that you can't get otherwise. Yeah, so we are seriously considering cutting cable. Like, you should. Yeah, it's I great. Mean, well, like we've talked about, there's like two shows we watch on cable that we don't watch. Like stuff likes to be able to watch Friends, which I looked it up and I'm like, dude, ten seasons on Netflix, you can literally watch it whenever you want. Yeah. You can just start it and it'll just keep playing episodes until you, yeah. until you stop it. <laughs> um, and then we watch some like tiny house shows and stuff that we really like, but I'm mm-hmm. guessing those networks very well may have apps where you can just stream it probably uh, with commercials. Yeah. Uh, and then we're looking at getting, getting Hulu cause it's the one service we don't have. Yeah. Me um, too. Yeah. Though, uh, in addition to Hulu, uh, come next year, we'll be buying the Disney service. Because, you know. Mm-hmm. Because uh, you have to. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we just, we have to. And uh, so interesting factoid about that. I don't know if I said this on the show or not. So Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I'm a super fan of. Um, yeah, I know you And I've talked about it. And I won't go into details. But new season's coming out. Uh, the last season was really good. And I thought it was doing really well. ABC wanted to cancel it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they said, we're going to cancel this. Disney said, no, you're not. <laughs> they literally said, you're not canceling the show. Like, but we want to. And they said, screw you, you're not canceling the show. Yeah. Do another season. So my guess is that show will be ported over to streaming only from Disney after probably. season five. Yeah, probably. Which I'm totally comfortable with because it's way more or less, less mm-hmm. likely to get canceled. And I think they said that the this new Star Wars live action series will be streaming. Yep. Only. Yeah, right. But so. they also said the service will be cheaper than Netflix. Oh, yeah. So okay. significantly, quote, cheaper than really? Netflix. So if it's five bucks a month, whatever, I got your back. I don't care. Like, I'll buy that. I probably won't, but... I got kids too. So, yeah, it'd be know. different if I had kids. Yeah, yeah so... Um, and there's, I mean, there's enough kids stuff on, on Netflix so that when our niece comes over that she's, there's plenty of stuff she can watch. Right. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. There's a, we have the kids section on Netflix. We use that all the time. Yeah, right. so. so, um, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Spider-Man Homecoming. That was, that was good stuff. Yeah. One of my favorites. That was good for, stuff. Uh, Marvel. Yeah. I think it's one of their best by far. Um, yeah. Yeah. Who directed that? Uh, I hadn't heard of him before. The name was not familiar to me. I can't remember. I think they did something else that was good, though, but I don't remember what. Yeah. I also just watched uh, last night on Netflix. It's Netflix original, The Babysitter, directed by Mick G. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was pretty funny. Yeah, pretty entertaining. It was good. Yeah, uh, I would recommend that. Good kind of kind of schlocky, horror, gross-out movie. Okay, okay. With a lot of goofy humor and a, a lot of style, you know, just good style to it. Um, Mick G is... is and a guy who knows how to direct a goofy horror movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, he's he's used to do music videos and stuff, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And then he's done he's done a few decent things. He did. Uh, I think he did May, which is one of my favorites of all time. Um, shoot, now I gotta look him up. Make sure I'm saying that right. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. No, Rob's gonna look stuff up. Our favorite part of the show, listeners, is when Rob looks stuff up. You love it when Rob looks stuff up. It's great. Also, who uses the name McG? Really. Yeah. Okay, IMDb. Here's 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 the first thing that I see on here. McGee, uh, born as Joseph McGinty Nickel. Yep. Born on August 9th, nineteen sixty eight, in Kalamazoo, Kalamazoo Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. Whoa, Kalamazoo, Michigan. That's that's where we are, guys. We're in Kalamazoo, Michigan, the hometown of McGee. That's really funny. I didn't know that. Um, now where is stupid IMDb? Show me the things that I want to see. Oh, oh, he was an executive producer on Supernatural. Okay. People gaga about that crap. Okay. 
Oh, also the Lethal Weapon TV series. Oh, there's that. And see that Terminator <clears throat> Salvation, which is that's too bad. that's not something for him to be happy about. <laughs> um, Charlie's Angels full throttle. All right, okay. So look, I'm struggling now to be happy about this guy. Um, okay, so this is not the guy that I thought it was. Who directed May? I don't even know what that is. It's a good movie. You should watch it. Well, I don't know who directed it. So, oh, here it is. He did direct May. Did he did? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> Dang it, Jason. Uh, he also did some pretty sweet- Lucky McKee. That's who I'm thinking of. Lucky McKee. That's it's another nickname. That's it why does, it up. does rhyme with McG. Uh, he also directed Pretty Fly for a White Guy by Offspring, yeah. One Week by the Bare Naked Ladies, and Every Morning by Sugar Ray. Every morning there's a. Okay, so this is why I'm mixing it up because McGee did the babysitter. Lucky McKee did All Cheerleaders Die. Did you see that one? No. That is another good schlocky teen horror movie that that knows exactly what it is and is a ton of fun. And he did The Woods, which is a great one. He did May. May is one of my favorite all-time horror movies. Period. Um Lucky Mickey is is a good director. Makes fun, fun, fun stuff. Remember when we talked about games on a podcast? Yeah, whatever. Uh, so uh, what's the topic for tonight? Just, uh, We're going to answer some questions because oh, we got a ton of questions. Question. Yeah, what's the question? Ask, ask, um, me, a, ask me a question. Uh, wanna, wanna, why don't you go ahead and ask? So this isn't question. a question. Let's, this is an old email that we question. never got to. Want, Nick uh, Shaw. E- email. Shut up, though. Really, shut up. Uh, Nick Shaw, I'm sorry that we haven't gotten this email before, um, but he was talking about my love for alliteration and suggested some um, games that we could pitch based on that. And I'm just going to read the names because they're okay. funny. Pocket Rocket. <laughs> no. No. Now, it's no. about um, rockets. No. no. Out of your pockets. That's, that, True that story. Vibrate. Uh, banana Panorama. That's not bad. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, better than Banana Hammock, uh, for sure. <laughs> Computer transmuter. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. Snug as a bug in a rug. Yeah. You know, a kid's game with super overproduced components. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it would have to be. Slow Joe's potato flows. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Slow Joe likes making mashed potato. <laughs> I love Slow Joe. Time oh. to rhyme with grimy slime. Uh huh. Nick Shaw, where have you been all my life, man? Yeah. Legacy Schmegacy. <laughs> uh, that'd be that'd be a rough one. Oh, that'd be rough. Alliteration compilation. A mm. word game involving making as many alliterative game titles as possible. I would kick your butt at that game, except for Nick Shaw. Actually, no. Yeah, Nick would. Do, Nick would win. He would win. He Nick, just did. Nick, that's fantastic. He just won. Thank you for that. You're he beat, awesome. He beat you, Jason. So, um. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um I've got so many not Trump emails here I'm going through trying to find <laughs> Not Trump contest. By the way, since that came up, let's yeah. let's say uh lock, the not Trump contest is over now. We are working through uh all the entries right now and uh getting some some assistance from some friends and we will be announcing the winner of the not Trump contest soon. Yeah. Uh hopefully next week's episode, but but I don't want to promise that 100%. Let's say soon. Soon, C- yeah. Certainly soon. before Christmas. Yep. Yeah. Dude, I, so I have to read this email. We got negative feedback. Uh-oh. I love when we get negative feedback. Yeah, it's funny. This is from Jason Martin. 
Jason, what a schlocky name. Um, <laughs> anyways, this email is titled, Vassal's Comments About FLGS. Oh, yeah, good. I was hoping we would get some feedback on this. Yes. Listening to your comments about Tom Vassal's comments, that was meta, um, <laughs> about friendly local game stores, I think you missed a couple of key points. Okay. This is my favorite. We may have. Uh, I'm sure we did. I'm sure we did. Yeah. And thank you for calling us on it. Right. That's my favorite. I thought Vassal was very clear about differentiating between good FLGS and bad game stores, uh, that's an important distinction. Um, Rob, you didn't listen to it. Uh, I did. I disagree with that, Jason. Jason disagrees with Jason, but that's cool. You're entitled to your opinion. His platform and criticism are very relevant because he's emphasizing that simply because a local game store exists does not mean it is good for the hobby. I completely agree because for a long time I was turned off from gaming by a local game store that was snobbish, insular, and very unhelpful. Given their price as well, I was turned off from the entire experience. That is a fair statement to have. Uh mm-hmm. Uh, we are fortunate to have a good game store we are. that has yes. good prices. We are. And pretty nice people for the most part. Right. Just a couple. Yeah. It, um, was that the extent of his comment? Oh, no, there's more. But okay. the, he's numbered these so that we okay. can go through them one by one. So, so I, think, I think what that's an argument, though, is, is not about a toxic business. It's about about or, or a bad business. It's about bad people running the, running that business. Yes. It's about It's about, yeah. People yeah. being a holes. Yeah, we've yeah. been to bad game stores before. We all have. Everybody's sure. been to a, everybody's been to a few game stores. Has been to a bad one. A- everybody's been to just bad local small shops, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. You know the ones where they have the crappy signs in the window, like "No refunds." I hate children. I'll eat your children. That kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean that's you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean trolls that eat children are everywhere. That's true. Um, Vassal's point that supporting FLGS is uh, simply because they exist not only doesn't help the hobby but can actively hurt the hobby if stores do not represent the hobby well um so stores that do a bad job of representing the hobby could hurt the hobby you're not wrong um but and i think that if the store is bad you shouldn't support it his comments felt very pointed towards flgs's in general but then yes he did say well but some are okay but i mean that's like saying this whole cake is a turd, mm-hmm. but it's got icing. You know, I mean, like, he, I, I don't know. So I, I personally think it's just the way Tom presents things. So, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Mm. I, I mean, I, I think I think you and I have been honest throughout the history of doing the show that we're not big fans of Tom in general, right? There's nothing wrong with Tom as a guy, but no, uh, just, I'm not a big fan of the Dice Tower in yeah, general. Right. Yeah, I, I'm um, sorry. That's the better way to phrase it. We're, to yeah. be clear... Podcasted on the Dice Tower, good for you. That's cool. Sure. Not our deal. Um, it's not for us. Yeah, I mean, but the Dice Tower core at what it does, it does what it does. It's not our thing. Uh, and I think we've been clear about that. That may be the clearest we've ever said that. It's but true. That's yeah. fine, whatever. If, if people are that upset that we're not fans of the Dice Tower and they don't want to listen, that's too bad. But yeah. um, It's just not for us, like you yeah. said. It's just not, it's not, for, it's not our thing. No. Yeah. Um, so this is the last part he says. I was so... I say that that way because he capitalized it. Glad uh-huh. to hear Vassal's thoughts because it helped me relieve me of the guilt I sometimes have about buying games online when there is a local game store. I have always heard, support your local FLGS. Well, my local game store sucked me so much. Sucked so sucked so much. That sounds better. <laughs> that I hated shopping there uh, or even walking into the store. Mm-hmm. There are other stores further away that are much better. When I'm in, in the area, I enjoy supporting them, but I'm not supporting a game store simply because it exists. Well, 
Yes. Well, yeah, I no, of course not. I don't think anybody say would say that you should, that you just, yeah. Like, I don't I'd go to our local bead store just because I worry that they might go out of business. But, Rob, think of the beads. Yeah. Well, I mean, neither does my wife, who actually does things with beads. Right. I've never felt guilty for buying games online. No, and you shouldn't. Um, because yes, here's, you should here's the deal. You want to know a secret, Rob? I'm going to yeah. tell you a secret. All right. I'm, I would love to. Our know. local game store, Fanfare, mm-hmm. how much do you think they're supported by sales of board games? Almost not at all. Yep. It doesn't matter. No. So if I bought magic cards online, uh, which I have all the power to do. I don't play magic. uh, But if I did, Mm -hmm. uh, or I bought comics online and that sort of thing, um, yeah, that might actually be hurting their real like bread and butter. Uh, to be fair, our local game store, though, they actually sell tons of art online. That's how they make a lot of their money. That's true. Right. So, um, So I know I've never felt guilty about it now that said i would never go to the store like i'll go to meyer our local grocery store mm-hmm. literally see something and then order it off amazon while i'm standing there and not feel guilty about it at all sure right. because i'm lazy and it's just easier yeah. that way yeah if it's heavy i don't want to carry it out but at a game store if i see the game i want i will buy the game that i want yeah, unless right. it's overpriced again our game store very fair prices they, yeah absolutely right um yeah no and i'm in the same way right yeah the uh, if I want to buy a game and I'm not at a convention, for example, you know, right? Uh, I will always go to our local game store first. Um, but if the price is wrong or if they simply don't carry it, then yeah, I'll I'll, I'll go to Amazon. Um, but but you know, I'm also making a wish list for my family for for Christmas, and I'm if for games that I want, I'm just putting on an Amazon link. I'm not saying well, you need to go down to Fanfare right. on West Edge Avenue, and I need you to go in there and, and special order. I'm not doing that, right? No, because, that's stupid. Because that, yeah. So, um, right, and and again, our local, like you said, our local store, they do a lot of online business, mm-hmm. and that's a, been a good thing for them, right? Because um, they're also they're not idiots; they know how to run their business, right? You know, he's got one final comment. Oh, here. okay. He okay. said, "Not all game stores are friendly, and they are not all good for the hobby. Support those that are, but do not feel compelled to support those that are not." I believe that was Tom's point, whether he expressed it well or not. I completely agree. While I agree with you, you should not support bad stores. You should support good stores if you feel inclined to support them. Mm-hmm. Tom did not do a good job making his point. He just kind of sounded like a dick. So, and I stand by that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with Tom. I'm just saying he kind of sounded like one when he presented that argument. Uh, and I don't feel bad saying that because you know what? There are times on here when I sound like a dick and that's the truth. And you can call me out on that. I'm totally cool with it. But in that case, I think he used his soapbox to make an argument that was counterproductive. Uh, and I think there are ways he could have done that in a much gentler a uh, better way of communicating more constructive that uh yes exactly more constructive and to be fair when he read his apology uh it said basically that um mm-hmm. so yeah so jason martin listen if you disagree with us i'd love to hear more from you about this uh because this is important that we have these discussions absolutely uh, and we are absolutely about having these discussions the fact of the matter is uh you shouldn't support all online stores either because some of those stores suck mm-hmm. right um, you know, maybe you don't like Amazon because they're this big conglomerate that does a bunch of nasty stuff. But you know what? I buy stuff from Amazon all the time because it's cheap and it shows up my house two days later. Uh, and again, back to the lazy thing. Um, so anyways, I mean, you know, saying that FLGSs aren't important because there's some crappy ones is just like saying there are bad people online. Don't go online. It's, right? it's kind of falling victim to the two, the two biggest fallacies in any gar- argument. Number one is hasty generalization. Number two is slippery slope argument, right? Exactly. The, the, the two greatest fallacies in, in, in any, in any, any, any internet argument. 
Yeah, it really, any argument in, in, in that mankind can make, um, and it's and it's just not a fair. Anytime, anytime anybody says all X are Y, right? I immediately dismiss their entire argument. Yeah, and maybe I shouldn't, but I do because I because because that kind of generalization is terrible. And every time somebody says a slippery slope, guys. That also, I just, I just want to dismiss that entirely and say this, this is garbage, and, and right. you haven't, you have no actual point to make. You're just, you're just using a crutch to, 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 to alarm everybody to get them to say, oh, well, then I'll do whatever you tell me to do, or I'll think whatever you think, right? Because, because I just, I will, I will do that. And anyway, so, yeah, I, I had, I had several logic and argument classes in college, and I loved. Them. Yeah, I did too. I so. loved. Them. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. A uh, couple things here. Uh, one, I apologize if I'm coming off crazy. I mean, you are kind of a dick. It turns out this beer is really strong, and I haven't drank beer in a long time, yeah. uh, and I'm feeling it. We're drinking so uh, I also, Su- Sumatra Mountain Brown I, from I haven't Founders. eaten since lunch, and unlike you, I didn't gorge oh. myself at lunch. Oh, yeah, it's 9%. <laughs> so, that's, that's, that's a good beer. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah. next email here is from Glenn. Glenn uh, mm. is a friend of a friend. And he found our show, and that excited me. All right, thanks, Glenn. Thanks so, hey, Glenn, he said, Jason and Rob, you were looking at an auction mechanic in 283 uh, that isn't such a downer when you lose a bid. Wait, that was like four episodes ago? Yeah. I have no memory of that. It was about uh, Transylvania Training Company. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, it reminded me of Kinesia's Hollywood Blockbuster, where the winner plays out the bid, pays out the bid to other players. Whatever doesn't share evenly just gets tossed back in the bank. Um. Or it could be added to the next lot up for auction. Oh, that's not bad either. Um, It's been a while since I pulled the game out, so I don't remember how it resolved. Uh, I'm not sure the idea works inside your game concept, but I thought I'd mention it. Uh, Happy gaming and designing, Glenn. That's that's some really good feedback, Glenn. Um, Because, yeah, um, that is not... Yeah, Kinesia is smart, and that makes a lot of sense. And... uh, yeah, I like that. I may try that. Right now, you pay it to the player who did the auction, but I am completely not opposed to having you play it and pay it instead to uh, another player. I mean, to all the players. And then just toss whatever's left or put it in the next lot. I do kind of like that. That's Spice it up a little. Yeah. Spicy. Right. All right. Um, Rob, we have Twitter questions now. All right. Do, do you, you want, want me to go? Re- yeah. Do you, why I don't got, you go? I've been talking I've got lot. one here. Uh, I've got two. Let me start with uh, one from Aaron. Aaron Frias uh, at Board Game Geist. Um, uh, he wants us to talk about how to choose the right component quality for your game, meaning paper money versus card money versus coins, or cardboard standee versus meeple versus mini, cardstock quality, regular dice with placements versus custom dice, and if you should use stretch goals to upgrade components. So um, that's kind of a question for publishers I, it, to, to a large degree. Um, for me, the right component quality is whatever component quality I can get that is functional. Yeah. We, when somebody says... Should Kickstarters upgrade component quality? Is that was, was that yeah, that was one question? of those questions, yeah. So I'm going to go out on a limb here because mm-hmm. I've been drinking and say <laughs> and say that, uh, and I apologize to any Kickstarters I may have been a part of that did this because it's not a bad thing, but like when someone says, I'm going to upgrade your cards to linen finish, yeah. I think, <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, it doesn't matter to me at all. Mm-hmm. Some people get really jazzed about that, though, yeah. right? I don't get jazzed about mm-hmm. it. Um when somebody says, I'm going to make your dice bigger and sexier, then I get excited. You're a dice. You're yeah. kind of a dice guy. Well, in dice, like yeah. I mean, like bigger dice with more colors. Dinosaur Island did that, right? Where they made the dice bigger and crazier. Like uh-huh. That's exciting because you're going to see that. The Lynn Fish on the cards is going to feel all right, but for the most part, you're not going to notice. Mm-hmm. 
Now, spot UV, that's pretty cool because then things look different. That's mm-hmm. kind of neat. Um, I honestly didn't even hear the question. That was the only part that I understood because <laughs> I was reading another question. And so okay, we'll you should answer then. the rest of it. Well, no, I think I already did. That, that for me, component quality is, is a decision for me in terms of prototyping just for for what's functional for me, right? And then the rest of it, I feel like, is just kind of up to the publisher with what they want to do. Because uh, I'm, I'm not that guy. I'm not a publisher. I don't really have strong opinions about that stuff. So, can, can yeah. I complain for a minute about Matt Riddle? Why don't you do that? That sounds like a so thing. So, last that, episode we talked about I don't think you've ever done that before. Designers who don't play published games, right? Yeah, I don't think you've ever complained about Matt Riddle before. No. So, let's hear where this goes. The, you didn't tell me the first part of this tweet. What? Worse for the American public, Trump or Slingerland? Oh. Really? I was going to let that go. Really? I was going to let that go. I'm not going to let that go. Well, I didn't think you would, but... Really? I was going to let that go. Okay. Here's another one. Um, mm-hmm. Robin Gibson from MetalSnail.net. Robin Gibson. I like you, Robin Gibson. You're a cool guy. Uh, said, episode 285, vampires hate werewolves, right? So the towns that won't buy werewolves could be vampire castles or players... Could be white collar vampires running a castle that takes cash for all. That's funny. So here's what I decided on this based on okay. some feedback. Because people yeah. are like, you gotta have vampires. You gotta, gotta have vampires. You gotta have vampires, Jason. I'm not gonna have vampires. Jason, you need to have vampires. Somebody told me how to how to not have vampires. Okay, fine. Tell me how you're not gonna have vampires. What if you know we I my always theory for the game was yeah. people were putting werewolves You're in boxes. You're always theory? <laughs> no. Shut up. <laughs> My theory always was uh-huh. people were putting werewolves in boxes to get rid of them. Yeah. But what if the werewolves were putting themselves in boxes? What? So the setup to the game is this. The va- the werewolves are like, the vampires have it way too good in Transylvania. We yeah. need to get in on that action oh. and rest of the game. Done. Yeah. Like, boom. It explained it in a sentence. Uh-huh. And it's still funny. Vampires want to get in them boxes. No. Werewolves want to get in them boxes. Werewolves want to get in them boxes. <laughs> okay. That was all. Okay. Your turn. Okay. This is from Julio uh, at Junazaru on sure Twitter. it's not Julio? Might be Julio. It's, it's, probably, pro- yeah, it's Julio. probably Julio. Sorry about oh that. Oh, my God. Sorry about that, dude. All right. Using video for supporting your rules for blind play tests and using video pitches to support your sell sheets. QR codes are useful for quick links to these videos. Uh, so, yeah, that's um, that's a good note. AJ um, does that. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and people love that. Yeah. QR code crap with yep. like links to a video. Yeah. People really dig that. Yep. That's something that I feel like I need to start doing in the future. Especially especially if I'm not pitching in person, right? If I'm if I'm sending email pitches or whatever. Oh that's, gosh, that's really smart that's, to just do a video pitch. Right. It's just a no brainer, right? Yeah. Keep it to a couple of minutes, explain the the game. You can do whatever whatever sorts of graphs or examples you want to do. It I mean it'll take some time to put together to make it <clears throat> make it work right, make it really convey the message, but um, yeah, you don't even have to do all that much work, right? You but, don't even have to do a QR code, QR code. Just do the link to the video. Right. I mean, that's fantastic. Yeah. Why did that never occur to me before? I don't know. I've done video pitches. I actually send them to people because of... Uh, I sent the mustachioed video pitch to someone one time yeah. because I'd done it for Guitar Seat... No, for uh, Tagmire's Contest. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. And I had done that for Treasure Trouble for Tagmire's Contest as well. Um, but at any rate... Um, yeah, no, that's those are good notes uh, uh, and, and good good things to try and do. QR codes, I, I'm kind of torn with. Like sometimes I see a QR code on something, I kind of roll my eyes and I go like, "Really? You don't think anybody's going to use that?" For example, we played Yogi, right? You remember playing Yogi? You mean when I won the tournament? Yeah, right. I remember that? Yeah, yeah. So so Yogi. So I went to the Yogi website and 
because uh, their box has a QR code on it saying, learn how to play. And I was like, oh, that's neat. And I had already gone to their website to, to look up the game details and whatever. And they had a little a little promo video about about what Yogi is, right? And so I thought, oh, well, let me try this QR code so I can find the find the rules that they've, they've connected to here and, and their explanation of how to play. Mm-hmm. And so I looked at the QR code and it linked me to the website and that video that I'd already seen, which was just an advertisement for the game. So on the box, like, like on the box, they had the QR code that said, learn how to play the game or something, uh, basically saying that, right? I'm paraphrasing, but... I thought, boy, that's a good idea. But then after I actually follow that QR code, it just linked to a video of people playing the game. But it kind of, it kind of, you get the idea by the end of the five minute video about kind of how the game works. And it's a super simple game. But it's not about that. But it's that. not like explaining, here's how you play. It didn't do that. And I was kind of disappointed about that. It was the promise of ease and simplicity of instruction without any actual instruction. Um, it was a good idea and poor execution, I guess is what I'm saying. So, right. Um, but Yogi's still a great game. Yogi's. Here's the problem with Yogi, though. Oh, what's the problem? With it Yogi? has a huge first last player problem. You think so? You want to know a secret? I was last player in every game I played. Were you really? Yeah, and I think that's why I won. Hmm. So, yeah. Well, but it's not really about that. It's about just having a goofy time with your friends. Yeah, but there were prizes to take where we were. So. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. I did forfeit so that I would not win a prize, but I was going to do that anyways. Because you're a manager and so, you yeah. shouldn't you shouldn't have even played in the first place. I, I picked all the prizes out. That's so, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, so I felt like, even though I was like, oh man, I really want that waffle maker, but <laughs> I would have totally taken the mini waffle maker. It's badass. Um, all right. So, yeah. Okay. Um, Stellaris Game says, this is, a, this is a great question. Okay. How do you approach someone you've never met or only met on Twitter when at a convention? So the first part is easy. How do you approach someone you've never met? That just like you approach anyone you've never met. But the Twitter thing is interesting, right? Because you feel like you develop like a rapport with that person if you talk to them a lot on Twitter, mm-hmm. but you've never met them. I don't know how to handle that. Mm. So what do you think? You're not good with people, so I don't know that this is going to be a good thing, but... Um. Considering that I've actually worked in customer service for the last, call it 16 years of my career, I think I'm actually better with people than you are when I put my mind to it. How often is that? <laughs> well, the, it depends entirely on context. To be clear, the only people you talk to this point are people that are pissed. True. So if you approach Rob at a convention, act mad and he'll know exactly <laughs> what to do. And by the time they're done talking with me, they're either super happy or even more or mad. Even more pissed. <laughs> it's, it's either one or the other. Or they're going to ask to talk to someone else. Yeah. Um, so, gosh, let's see. Read me that question again. I want to make sure I'm, under- I'm... I'm. Yeah. How do you approach someone you've never met or only met on Twitter when at a convention? At a convention. Okay. So, so I think it's all about context. Like, if it's if it's a if it's a publisher, if it's a publisher, I mean, I'm there to pitch a game to them. It's it's you know hey hey is Buy that my game are you are you so and so I'm so and so hey great to finally meet you man oh boy having a good show what's going on you know, you're 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 being friendly and personable and you're just you're just going for it right you're just going for it um, if it's if it's somebody that it just you've met casually met casually through Twitter it still still feels weird to say I met on somebody online right yeah yeah it still feels and I, maybe that's just because I'm old that I I feels no, weird to no, say no because right? I struggle with that I mean I have a Facebook account right mm-hmm. and I routinely get people who listen to the show or talk to me on Twitter friending me on Facebook mm-hmm. 
And my general rule is, and there are some exceptions, I will not accept someone's friend request until I've met them in person. Yeah. Uh, just because I like to meet someone in person. Mm-hmm. To so we've actually met. But that's they're not all like that. But I've gotten yeah. a little more stingy about that. Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking through this in my head. And so so okay so. I I have to remind myself that you always worry. Oh man, is is that guy or that person that I that I've been talking to online? Are they actually a weirdo? Are they some crazy weirdo? I don't know them. Uh, they're just some guy on the internet. So how do I know that they're not super weird? And I have to remind myself, I'm just some guy on the internet, and I don't think I'm weird. And all of my I don't know I all do. of my friends. I mean, weird not a weird. No, I don't think I'm weird in one of those like a dangerous way, right? Like no. No. And and all of my friends are also just people on the internet, but they're also my friends and they may also be weird in their own ways, but but everybody's weird in some way and they're not um you okay there? Do you want to finish mine? Is are you no, struggling? I'm good. I'm okay. Good. I was just seeing what's left. Really enjoying that beer. It's gone now. Yeah. Um so, so I, I just remind myself anytime I ever kind of get get psyched out or weirded out by any of that, I have to stop myself and say, you know what? Hey, don't forget, you're a guy on the internet, and yeah. all of your friends are just guys on the internet, and they're all cool, and you like spending time with all of them. And remember, all the other people that you met in real life that you met first on the internet, they've all been cool people too. So, so stop freaking out. Good point. right, and and I and I do that, and I actually do literally remind, remind myself of that, and and it's it's one of those things where it doesn't necessarily quiet my 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 emotional brain or anything, but it but it reminds my rational brain and logical brain to wake up right, right, and at least be as loud as the irrational one, right? It's it's so it's it's forcing forcing the part of my brain that's that's calm to compete with the part of my brain that's not calm and will give me anxiety. And, and, and it just, it pits them against each other. And, and hopefully they can kind of, kind of continue that battle and neutralize the effect or at least level out the effect until I get to the point where I actually meet that person. And it turns out that they're totally normal. And then the anxiety part of my brain goes, Oh, well shut up. Okay. I, well, next time, next time it'll be weird, but I guess this yeah. guy's okay. Yeah. Okay. That's how I approach You're that stuff. a lot there. Yeah. <clears throat> that makes sense. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Uh, last one I have here. Uh, your moderator, Chris Emeritus, says, best practices for promoting your social media, your game on social media. I can think of two things. Go. A, don't be annoying about it. Don't spam, right? Oh, buck this, buck this. Don't direct message a bunch of people. So that's two things, but I have more. Um, really, here's what I think is the best. Mm-hmm. Talk about your process. Talk about what you're working on for the game. Uh-huh. And then by the time you say, hey, check it out. This game's finally on Kickstarter. People will be like, oh, hey, Jason's game's finally on Kickstarter. He's been talking about that for months on here. Mm-hmm. And they might check it out. That is how you build uh, a group of people listening to you. Sure. And then turn that into people backing things. Sure. And it allows them to share your process, to be part of the reason why you're doing it. Yeah. Right? Yep. Um. That's what I would say. I agree with that. Those are good notes. And then Dr. Wicks says, need more hearts to press that aggregate instead of liking them and then unliking. I don't know what you're saying, doctor. I don't know if you listen to the show or not. I feel like, uh, well, I know I've heard from him before, but but the way you read that, it just seemed like a lot of words strung together. (laughs) Like he just hit the auto, you know, the auto, uh, you know, predictive text on his phone for a few times. You might have. Let's. I, Do I'm, you have stuff too? I'm gonna. I'm gonna predict a reply to that. 
Um, let's see. So my reply to him, um, my reply to my house, and I have to go to the grocery store wearing panties and jeans and squat so that I have to go to the grocery store. And that's just starting to loop now. Wearing panties and <laughs> jeans and squat so that I have to... That's interesting. That's really weird. <laughs> so my reply so my reply to my house and I have to go to the grocery store wearing panties and jeans and squat so that I have to go to the grocery store wearing panties and jeans and squat. So and repeat. And repeat. That's fascinating. Yeah, so that's a thing. Man, predictive replies are <clears throat> interesting. Did you have any tweets you wanted to talk about? I don't. So uh, we're over time here already. Are we? And you haven't pitched a game. So I guess you're not pitching a game. All right. So we'll have to save this for next week. It wasn't that good anyways, folks. It's going to be great. <laughs> um, I'll give you guys a teaser. Um, I've gotten some some feedback from uh, from AEG on Treasure Trouble uh, to to with some <clears throat> some direction uh, requests and, and talking about kind of what they would like to see out of the game. So I wanted to talk about that on the show, maybe do some brainstorming and uh, and see what we can come up with to try and uh, go in a different, slightly different direction for the game. So that's what I want to talk about with our pitch. So I think we'll do that next week. Sounds great. Cool. All right. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Boy, this was a, this was a train wreck of an episode. <laughs> it was a, just a train wreck. And Jason was drunk by the end of it. That's not true. <laughs> Tipsy. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, so thanks, everybody, for listening. If you want to get in touch with us, you can send us an email to buildinggamepodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at podcastbtg. Jason is at jaslingerland. I'm at poorly underscore design. Like us on Facebook. Give us five-star review on iTunes. Uh, call our Google voice number at 770-TELL-BTG. I know, Len, sorry we're behind on your voicemails. We'll, we'll get there someday. Uh, and uh, you can, uh, yeah, so 770-TELL-BTG. Um, buildinggamepodcast.com uh, uh, buy our games that's cool go to the website and find that stuff so that's all we got so good night good night enjoy everything enjoy your life guys enjoy your life be thankful for stuff yeah that was like two weeks ago dude you we're, can, we're long past thankfulness we can okay? always be thankful no we're done with thankfulness for this year okay we're Christmas done with is it. the season of perpetual hope we're that's d- what I learned from Home Alone what Okay, whatever you say. That's what Catherine O'Hara says in Home Alone. Is that what she says? I'm not giving up. This is Christmas, the season of perpetual hope. Oh. That's what she says. And then John Candy shows up with polka people. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a line from Beetlejuice, but I can't think of anything that she says. I don't know. She's great in that, too. She's She's pretty much great in everything. She's great in everything she does. Absolutely. Good night. Good night. Building the Game is a co-production of Imminent Entertainment and Poorly Designed Studios. All of the ideas presented by Rob and Jason are property of the Building the Game podcast. Next time on Building the Game. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice.